0: Hello and welcome to the Come and Belong podcast. I'm your host, Brother Zach Coder. Hey, today I am joined by uh, with Elder Smith, uh, a local uh, church service missionary, and we're so excited to have him here. You want to say hello, Brother? Hi, are you doing good. Awesome. Um, well, as as many of you may have noticed, we posted on social media on our Instagram uh, a couple weeks ago a question and. Check if you ha- if you're not following us, please do, because we're going to be asking questions and you guys are basically going to be helping us create a lot of content for this podcast. But the question we asked was, what's the weirdest or strangest thing you've ever heard taught at church in a gospel doctrine or a Sunday school class? And we got some, we got, we got some very weird, weird responses. Yes, indeed. Uh Some great ones. But uh here are some of them. So uh someone said, um an older gentleman in the right in the middle of a lesson was rambling in the corner on how he thought alcohol should be allowed. <laughs> um, someone said, okay, it wasn't in gospel doctrine, but a seminary teacher once said that blood sacrifices would come back during the millennium. Uh, there's a little bit of truth to that. Yeah. Someone asks, will we have a belly button after we're resurrected? Uh, my personal response, <laughs> I think so. I'm not for certain, but i I'm guess, pretty sure. I guess we'll find out, huh? Um, and then someone said, Oh, this is a classic, right? Uh, they can't remember the specifics, but the topic of dinosaurs was discussed. And then this one I thought was neat. Someone said, um, It wasn't something they heard, but someone once brought their bearded dragon to church. <laughs> that would freak people out, I think, if I saw a bearded dragon. Actually, we have a bearded dragon. So that's not yeah. a big deal. So I've got one uh, that happened when we were very first married. My wife and I uh, attended um, a really fun ward. We love that ward. And there was a really cool couple of people who lived in that where they were twins actually brothers and they were super 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 into like um oh it's that movie lord of the rings right as a matter of fact each of them their wives got them uh their wedding bands were like the one ring oh really yeah it was pretty cool and so but they were a little bit intense about it and uh one of them was blessing their baby on a sunday and so you know how that works right all the family comes into town yeah and um, it, it was a fast and testimony meeting. And that ward was kind of unique because there were so many kids. It, it was the largest primary I've ever been to. And oh, wow. every fast Sunday, these kids, I mean, like I, no exaggeration, like 15, 20 of them would get up to bear their testimonies. And it was sweet and everything, but that's beside the point. So yeah, on this Sunday, this brother, uh, well, yeah, the brother who was baptizing his baby, like I, I don't know who it was, but it was obviously a relative. He he gets up once once the bishopric says that it's you know, they turn the time over to you. He gets up like pretty much trampling people out of the pew to get oh. out. And then I am not I am not making this up. I know sometimes Seminary teachers, institute teachers are prone to exaggeration, but I swear to you, I'm not making this up. He starts pushing kids out of the way. Like, you know, he's a tall guy and he's like grabbing the heads of kids and like oh. moving them out of the way so he can be the first to the pulpit. It oh, was wow. like, like, yeah, I was looking around going, is anyone else seeing this happen? He gets up there, and uh, I'm not being judgmental, but like he was kind of like, it was like I was watching a movie that, that movie scene of what, you know, the kind of the the quintessential geek, right? Yeah. He, he, he throws his suit jacket back and he's got like a pager and a cell phone. And it was, it was in the days before so all cell phones were smart. Yeah. So we had what we call a PDA, a personal, I don't even remember what it's called, but it was like a little tablet that you could write notes on and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. He whips that out, throws the lid open and without any preamble, no introduction to who he was or whatever. He starts, he says, I'd like to quote from Gandalf the Grey. And he reads this lengthy something from <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Oh, wow. And then, and then he looks up, flips his case shut, and just, you know, ends. It goes, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. And we were just like, what is going on right now? Like, like he knew oh, that we would all as- assume that we would know the, the correlation. Another reference. Yeah, the reference and the correlation to a gospel principle, but... Anyway, okay. So (laughs) my point is, there are weird things that happen in church, right? Yeah. And sometimes people are different than us, and that can be off-putting and whatever. There's sometimes we get a little little too much judgmental. Yeah. many people do. Yeah. And so, in all seriousness, that's the name of this particular segment. So, uh, and we're going to do this from time to time, you know, talk about some of the goofy stuff that happens in the church, and then shift into you know something more serious. So, in all seriousness why do we go to church? Is it for the people? Is it, and I know that a lot of people struggle with going to church. And so what I thought we could do is just shift really quick here. Yeah. And uh, in in last general conference, October, 2021, Elder Oaks gave a talk uh, entitled um, The Need for a Church. And there are some really cool doctrines in there because again, I realize that weird things can happen at church. People can say things, and we talked about the goofy, but people yeah. can be offensive, right? And yeah. They could hurt our feelings, and stuff happens at church. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would love to know, Elder Smith, what did you discover uh, from this talk that gives us a reason, the you know, a truer reason for church attendance? Yeah, um, and so, so one of the uh, the main topics was uh, one of the things I saw first was. In church, we associate with people, with wonderful people, striving to serve God. It's, it's very special. That word striving, right? It's important yeah. to remember that, that we're all just trying, right? No, no, it's perfect. Yeah. How did Elder Holland say it? Uh, he said something like, um, oh, I'm going to slaughter this, but um, <laughs> that that humans, mortals is all that God's ever had to work with. And that must yeah. be frustrating for him sometimes, right? A yeah. bunch of imperfect people. Yeah. Thanks, Elder Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I loved another part of it where it says, um, some say that attending church is not helping them. Some say I didn't learn anything today or no one was friendly to me or I was offended. Personal disappointments, and this is Elder Oaks, personal disappointment should never keep us from the doctrine of Christ who taught us to serve, not be served. Um, he, he said that another church member said, years ago, I changed my attitude about going to church. No longer do I go to church for my sake, but to think of others. I make a point of saying hello to people who sit alone, to welcome visitors, to volunteer for an assignment. In short, I go to church each week with the intent of being active, not passive, and making a positive difference in people's lives. Yeah. I think that that, that shift in Yeah yeah. De- definitely. Yeah. And I also mentioned that great examples of members who who come to church to not just to not just be instructed, not to just just to be entertained. It's, oh, so you're reading that quote. Read read yeah. the quote directly from, from, from President Kimball. Yeah. This is from Spencer W. Kimball. He taught that we do not go to, to Sabbath meetings to be entertained or even solely to be instructed. We go to worship the Lord, and it is, it is an individual responsibility. Yeah. Uh, Marjorie Pay Hinckley once said that um, sitting through church will turn you into a Christian about as fast as uh, sitting in a garage will turn you into a car, right? Yeah. It doesn't just happen, yeah. right? Yeah. Thanks, Elder Smith. Okay, yeah. so we got to wrap up here because we're trying to keep this segment a little bit short. But um, something else, I was in a a, a ward council yesterday and um, this was kind of brought up that uh, you know, church attendance worldwide and not just our church, but like like everywhere. Churches everywhere, attendance is down. And, yeah. and some of that I think we can, you know... <laughs> scapegoat of COVID, right? We can blame a little bit of that on COVID, but um, in our, in our word council, we were talking about there's, unfortunately, I think this idea has kind of crept in. And again, maybe because of the weird schedules we've had to endure over the past couple of years with COVID, but um, this, this, this sense of optionality to our church worship, but um, Elder Oaks points it out this way. He says this, and this is, it's pretty strong, but it's, it's, think about it, when was the last time you had a temple recommend interview, right? And one of the questions on the recommend interview is, do you attend all your meetings? And so with that, here's what Elder Oak says. Members who forego church attendance and rely only on individual spirituality separate themselves from gospel essentials, the power and blessings of priesthood, the fullness of the restored gospel, and the motivation that opportunities and opportunities to apply that doctrine. They forfeit their opportunities to qualify to perpetuate their family for eternity. I mean, that's a, that's a big, bold statement. But just to kind of end, he says this. I remind all that we do not believe that good can be accomplished only through a church. Independent of church, we see millions of people supporting and carrying out innumerable good works. Individually, Latter-day Saints participate in many of them. We see these works as a manifestation of the eternal truth that the Spirit giveth light to every man that cometh into the world. But despite the good works that can be accomplished without a church, the fullness of doctrine and its saving and exalting ordinances are available only in the restored church. Well, Elder Smith, thanks for joining us here today. Yeah, definitely. I know people can get weird. Uh, I know things can be taught that are weird, but truly we go to church because uh, he is our savior, right? I feel that it's uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ and I'm grateful for it. And something that I think we sometimes forget well, let me put it this way. I, I, I've heard this before. And um, this last Sunday, I had an experience, and I won't go into details, but I had an experience where it just finally clicked. I've heard the idea of un, uh, that God's love is unconditional. And for some reason, that's never really sat well. I don't know. Maybe it's the connotation that it has, right? That I can do anything and God will still love me. And that's always kind of bothered me because I think it's a scapegoat. I know I know it has been for me in the past, right? Like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. God will love me. But I had this moment um, and I guess it has to do with a little bit with this talk and what Elder Oaks describes in this talk about one of the reasons we go to church is the saving ordinances, but I, I, I came to this conclusion. Here it is. God's love is unconditional, but his power is very conditional, right? Um, you can think of lots of different places, like in section 130, where he says there's a law irrevocably decreed before the foundation's of this world upon which all blessings are predicated. When we receive a blessing, it's because of a law we obeyed, right? Um, You can think of section 121, where it talks about the power of the priesthood is inseparably connected with our righteousness. And so sure, yeah, God's love is unconditional. God will love us even if we don't go to church, but we miss out on some power uh, through the covenants that we're renewing and the covenants we're making there at church. So Anyway, that's kind of an insight I had and thought I'd share it. Yeah. Okay, guys, we'll talk to you next Thursday. Thanks for joining us. And as always, we just want to remind you that this podcast is not affiliated with nor endorsed as an official production of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. All words and opinions expressed by participants are solely their own and do not reflect official doctrine of the church.